Hi there, and welcome to Revitalize Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lily Lincoln. This afternoon, I'll be reading from Genesis 31, Psalm 31, and Mark chapter 3. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, your, your boundless love to us and your abundance of grace brings a great source of comfort and relief and joy to us. Father, I thank you that you lift burdens. Father, I thank you that you said out of the mouths of babes, you have ordained strength. Father, thank you for setting people up around me to encourage me, to teach me, to strengthen me. Holy Spirit, would you use me today as a, as a vessel to share your word, to exhort, to encourage, to challenge and to bless in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis 31. Jacob heard that Laban's sons were saying, Jacob has taken everything away that was our father's, and from what belonged to our father, he has acquired all his wealth and honour. Jacob noticed a change in the attitude of Laban and saw that it was not friendly towards him as before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your people and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to his flock in the field. And he said to them, I see a change in your father's attitude, that he is not friendly towards me as he was before. But the God of my father Isaac has been with me. And you know that I have served your father with all my strength, that your father has cheated me as often as possible and changed my wages ten times. But God did not allow him to hurt me. If he said the speckles should be your wages, then the entire flock gave birth to speckled young. And if he said the streaked shall be your wages, then the entire flock gave birth to to streaked young. And thus God has taken away the flocks of your father and given them to me. And it happened at the time when the flock conceived that I looked up and saw in a dream that the rams which mated with the female goats were streaked, speckled and spotted. And the angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, and I said, Here I am. And he said, Look up and see all the rams which are mating with the flocks are streaked, speckled and spotted. For I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar and where you made a vow to me. Now stand up and leave this land and return to the land of your birth. Rachel and Leah answered him, Is there still any portion or inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not counted by him as foreigners? For he sold us to you in marriage and also has entirely used up our purchase price. Surely all the riches God has taken from our father are ours and our children's. Now then, whatever God has told you to do, do it. And when Jacob stood and took action and put his children and his wives on camels, and he drove away all his livestock and took along all his property, which he had acquired, the livestock he had obtained, and accumulated in Paddan Aram, to go to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. When Laban had gone to shear his sheep, Rachel went inside the house and stole her father's household gods. And Jacob deceived Laban the arm, Mian, the Syrian by not telling him that he intended to leave and he slipped away secretly. So he fled with everything that he had. He got up, 
and crossed the river Euphrates and set his face toward the hill country of Gilead, east of the Jordan River. On the third day after his departure, Laban was told that Jacob had fled. So he took his relatives with him and pursued him for seven days, and they overtook him in the hill country of Gilead. God came to Laban, the Aramean, in a dream at night and said to him, Be careful that you do not speak to Jacob, either good or bad. And then Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent on the hill, and Laban with his relatives camped on the same hill of Gilead. Then Laban said to Jacob, What do you mean by deceiving me and leaving without my knowledge and carrying off my daughters as if they were captives of of the sword? Why did you run away secretly and deceive me and not tell me so that otherwise I might have sent you away with joy and with songs and with music on the tambourine and lyre? And why did you not allow me to kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye? Now you have done a foolish thing in behaving like this. It is in my power to harm you, but the God of your father spoke to me last night saying be careful not to speak to Jacob either good or bad now I suppose you felt you must go because you were homesick for your father's house and your family but why did you steal my household gods Jacob answered Laban I left secretly because I was afraid for I thought you would take your daughters away from me by force the one with whom you find your god shall not live in the presence of our relatives search my possessions and point out whatever you find that belongs to you and take it for Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen the idols so Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and the tent of the two maids but he did not find them then he came out of Leah's tent and entered Rachel's tent now Rachel had taken the household idols and put them in the camel saddle bag and sat on them Laban searched through all her tent but he did not find them so Rachel said to her father do not be displeased my lord I cannot rise before you, for the manner of women is on me, and I am unwell. He searched further, but did not find the household idols. Then Jacob became angry and argued with Laban, and he said to Laban, What is my fault, and what is my sin that you pursued me like this? Although you have searched all my possessions, what have you found of your household goods? Put it here before my relatives and your relatives so that they may decide who has done right between the two of us. These twenty years I have been with you, your ewes and your female goats have not lost their young, nor have I eaten the rams of your flocks. I did not bring you the torn carcasses of the animals attacked by predators. I personally took the loss. You required of me to make good everything that was stolen, whether it occurred by day or night. This was my situation. And by heat, the day consumed me, and by night, the cold and I could not sleep. These 20 years I've been in your house, I served you for 14 years for your two daughters and six years for my share of your flocks and you have changed my wages 10 times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham and the feared one of Isaac had not been with me, most certainly you would have sent me away empty-handed. God has seen my affliction and humiliation and the exhaustion, the exhausting labor of my hands so he rendered judgment and rebuked you last night. And Laban answered, Jacob, these women that you have married are my daughters, these children are my grandchildren, these flocks are from my flocks, and all that you see here is mine. But what can I do today to these my daughters or to their children to whom they have given birth? So come now, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it serve as a witness between you and me. 
So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a memorial pillar. And Jacob said to his relatives, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a mound of stones. And they ate a ceremonial meal together there on the mound of stones. Laban called it Jagar Sehadutha, the stone monument of testimony in Aramaic. But Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, this mound of stones is a witness, as a reminder of the oath taken today between you and me. And therefore, he also called the name Gilead and Mizpah, watchtower. For Laban said, may the Lord watch between you and me when we are absent from one another. If you should mistreat, humiliate, oppress my daughters, or if you should take other wives besides my daughters, although no one is with us as a witness, see and remember, God is a witness between you and me. And Laban said to Jacob, Look at this mound of stones, and look at this pillar which I have set up between you and me. This mound is a witness, and this pillar is a witness, that I will not pass by this mound to harm you, and that you will not pass by this mound and this pillar to harm me. The God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Nahor, my father, and the God, the image of worship of their father, Tehran, idolater, judge between us. But Jacob swore only by the one true God, the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice to the Lord on the mountain and called his relatives to the meal. And they ate food and spent night on the mountain. Early in the morning, Laban got up and kissed his grandchildren and his daughters goodbye and pronounced a blessing, asking God's favour on them. Then Laban left and returned home. Psalm 31, a psalm of complaint and praise. To the chief musician, a psalm of David. In you, O Lord, I have placed my trust in my refuge. Let me never be ashamed. In your righteousness, rescue me, incline your ear to me, deliver me quickly. Be my rock of refuge and a strong fortress to save me. Yes, you are my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, you will lead me and guide me and you will draw me out of the net that they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength and my stronghold, and into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, the God of truth and faithfulness. I hate those who pay regards to vain, empty and worthless idols. I trust in the Lord and rely on him with unwavering confidence. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction You have taken note of my life's distresses and you have not given me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious and compassionate to me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is clouded and weakened. My grief, by grief, my soul and my body also, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength has failed because of my iniquity and even my body has wasted away because Of all my enemies, I have become a reproach and disgrace, especially to my neighbours, an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me on the street, they run from me. I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel, for I have heard the slander and whispering of many. Terror is on every side while they schemed together against me. They plotted to take away my life. But as for me, I trust confidently in you and your greatness, O Lord. I said you are my God. My times are in your hands. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies 
and from those who pursue and persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant and save me in your loving kindness. Let me not be put to shame, O Lord, for I call on you. And let the wicked, the godless, be put to shame. And let them be silent in Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak insolently and arrogantly against the consistently righteous with pride and contempt. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who reverently fear you, which you have prepared for those who take refuge in you. Before the sons of man, in the secret place of your presence, you hide them from the plots and conspiracies of man. You keep them secretly in a shelter, a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown his marvellous favour and loving kindness to me when I was assailed in a besieged city. As for me, I said in my alarm, I am cut off from your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my supplications, specific requests, when I cried out to you for help. O love the Lord, all you his godly ones. The Lord preserves the faithful, those with moral and spiritual integrity, and fully repays the self-righteous of the arrogant, the self-righteousness of the arrogant. Be strong (coughs) and let your hearts take courage, all you who wait for and confidently expect the Lord. chapter 3. Again, Jesus went into a synagogue, and a man was there, whose hand was withered. The Pharisees were watching Jesus closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him in the Jewish high court. He said to the man whose hand was withered, get up and come forward. He asked them, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil? to save life or to kill, but they kept silent. After looking around them with anger, grieved at the hardness and arrogance of their heart, he told the man, hold out your hand, and he held it out. His hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and immediately began conspiring with the Herodians to plot against him as to how they might fabricate some legal grounds to put him to death. Jesus withdrew to the sea with his disciples, and a large crowd from Galilee followed him, and also people from Judea, and from Jerusalem, and from Idumea, and from the region beyond the Jordan, and around Tyre and Sidon. A vast number of people came to him because they were hearing about all the things that he was doing, and he told his disciples to have a small boat stand ready for him because of the many people, so that they would not crowd him. For he had healed many, and as a result of all who had diseases pressed around him, to touch him. Whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and screamed out, You are the Son of God. Jesus sternly warned them again and again, not to tell who he was. He went up on the hillside and called those whom he himself wanted and chose, and they came to him. And he appointed twelve disciples so that they would be with him, for instruction 
so that he could send them out to preach the gospel as apostles, that is, as his special messengers, personally chosen representatives, and to have authority and power to cast out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, and James, the son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James. To them he gave the name Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder. And he also appointed Andrew and Philip, and Bartholomew, Nathaniel, and Matthew, Levi the tax collector, and Thomas and James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Judas, son of James, and Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. And then he came to a house in Capernaum, and a crowd formed again, so many people that Jesus and his disciples could not even eat a meal together. When his own family heard this they went to take custody of him for they were saying he is out of his mind the scribes who came down from jerusalem were saying he is possessed by beelzebub satan and he is driving out the demons by the power of the ruler of the demons so he called them to himself and spoke to them in parables how can satan drive out satan if a kingdom is divided split into factions and rebelling against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but he is coming to an end. But no one can go into a strong man's house and steal his property unless he first overpowers and ties up the strong man, and then he will ransack and rob his house. And I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, all sins will be forgiven the sons of men and all the abusive and blasphemous things they say but whoever blasphemes against the holy spirit and his power by attributing the miracles done by me to satan never has forgiveness but is guilty of an everlasting sin a sin which is unforgivable in this present age as well as the age to come jesus said this because the scribes and pharisees were attributing his miracles to satan by saying he has an unclean spirit. Then his mother and his brothers arrived, standing standing outside. They sent the word to him and called for him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside asking for you. And he replied, Who are my mother and my brothers? Looking at those who were sitting in the circle around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God by believing in me and following me, he is my brother and sister and mother. This is the word of the Lord. Let's close in prayer. Magnificent God, your word is purified and tried. It's greater, greater in value than gold or silver or the finest pearl, the most precious stone in the world. Father, I thank you that there's still time for you to speak to us through your word. Holy Spirit, help me never, ever to sin against you, to lie to you, to blaspheme against you. Even though David complained, he was truly saying that there's nobody that can defend him from his enemies apart from you. Jacob lied and cheated and complained about being lied to and cheated on father 
but you are still the God of Jacob. You are still the God of Isaac. You're still the God of Abraham. You are still the God of David. And that's what I want to thank you for, that you have never changed. We read different parts of the Bible every day, but the common thread is God is sovereign. You are sovereign. And I thank you that the endless stories, the Gospels, the Psalms, the account of the creation of the world to the end of the world and man's redemption, you have remained an ever loving and ever faithful God. And I thank you for that today, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sins, so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. And um, <laughs> I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued. And you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.